Maybe when we get to quantum computers. Yeah. What about- with holographic storage. Wasn't at some point the whole thing going to be we were going to have liquid storage? I remember hearing about holographic storage. Okay. Because there, there's a whole period of, um, like, pop culture sci-fi that I was I remember reading where the whole thing was, like, hard drives are now, like, multi, like, like billion terabyte liquid packs of data. The whole liquidized data. The way I saw... The holographic described in like the late 90s <laughs> was that it would be like transparent cubes or they could really be any shape and then instead of just recording data on a surface like with a hard drive um, the data could be saved anywhere in this three dimensional space man so I guess, you know, the, so the thing about that that I guess would stand in the way is the part where it's like, how does the computer know where to look in that space? Well, do you need the quantum computer to be smart enough? Yeah. What the fuck's going on down there? I actually wanted to. Uh, I want to watch some more black and white movies. I was. I saw one of those lousy YouTube top ten lists. Um. So I don't want to give it any credit for this because it's one of those stupid top ten lists. But it mentioned some really cool, like old, kind of creepy movies that were in black and white. And I was watching some of it, and I was getting all inspired. But not because a YouTube top ten list told me to do so. Seth, welcome to WTF at TFW. Hi, you should just watch Mark's Brother movies. I already saw a bunch. Of those. Also, the, the ones I want to watch are a little bit less talky. Not like straight up silent movies, but I also still need well, to actually have a, a proper... Just watch one. the Harpo parts. I guess so. <laughs> Our brother's graphic novel has a great Harpo Marx bit in it with Harpo Marx meeting a, a, a face hugger. Uh, it's pretty cool. Check out his book. It is June the 26th, 2018 when we're recording. And uh, we got us uh, finally a little bit of a break from uh, from some news before more news hits, uh, probably over the next month and a half or so. So, uh, Seth, uh, you uh, you ready to, to just dive into a listener question so we can put a little yeah. dead in this queue? Because I can I can deliver you one of these right now. This comes yeah, from. Let's do it. This comes from. <laughs> how's your throat, by the way? <clears throat> Seth, Seth, Flemmy. Seth's been at a 40% operational capacity with his throat for the last, like, couple days. Last month. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's one of those, like, sure would be nice to not be sick kind of moments. And uh, that's the worst because, I guess, because you also have, like, a reaction to, to pollen. So I, it's, Yeah, that it hasn't been that bad the last couple of days. Okay. I feel like it's, like, it's just an axe, like, hovering over your head the whole time now of, like, oh, you're done being sick? Sprinkle, sprinkle, like a sword of Damocles. Yep, like a like just like what I said, like an axe of 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 I don't know Aaron. Yeah, like a act. Oh man, remember when he <laughs> used to have a name before he just switched to having a normal name? Uh, that's my nostalgia. 
Well, this question comes from Optimus Philip, uh, who says, Hey, Vangelis, a question for all the hosts of WTFTFW. How do you feel about not Transformer toys? Uh, I am inferring that to mean third-party unofficial toys. Being made of characters that already have official toys in that particular style that are well-loved by fans. For example, Fans Toys Grinder, which was, uh, I guess, being put up against Masterpiece Grimlock, or Toy World Primorion, which was a, a larger, slightly more Studio Oxy um, Masterpiece Optimus Prime. So, specifically in the case of Fans Toys Grinder, what I would say is before you sent this question, I would have said, don't cite Fans Toys Grinder because that toy was categorically an improvement on the, by, by this point, outdated Masterpiece Grimlock, and in fact only exists because Masterpiece Grimlock was from a different era of Masterpiece. Because um, it's basically Masterpiece Grimlock, but bigger. Because uh, Masterpiece Grimlock is, is small compared to other Masterpiece toys. Yeah, I was going to say that served the the purpose of people who needed a Grimlock more in scale. Yeah, like that that figure actually would be an example of like why uh there's there's still time to you know, I or in my opinion there's still always time to take another swing at at something, especially if you're an unofficial company. But uh without spoiling more of my answer, Seth, how do you feel about that? Like, you know, you've got you've got Bad Cube Huff, you've got a Huffer, uh-huh. Uh, there have been other huffers, and who knows? Maybe someone will make an ev- another, even more animation-y huffer down the road. How do you feel about about people kind of doing something where one might say, "Oh, but someone already made the good one"? Well, if it's if it's all uh, third party companies, then I think that's a different conversation than if there's an official Hasbro one, and then a third party company makes a very similar styled one. Mm-hmm. I think that's a totally different situation because you know third-party companies they're they don't got any laws they're just running wild doing whatever yeah um, i mean like certainly so if they're aping each other then it's like well that's that's the game that's the world they're in yeah like it's it's hard because i've seen the conversation before and i'm always like it's hard for me to really like want to get into it when people are like should they have made this though when this already exists and i'm kind of like all these third-party companies are different companies. They all have varying levels of, you know, insider info or whatever. Uh, and and if they're making something, there's a decent chance it's because they think they're going to make it better. So I, I welcome them making, you know, like six, six, there being six or seven springers on the market if they all think that theirs is going to be better. I would say there are some projects that come out where I look at it and I think that's someone who wants to sell a half-finished design before a better one that they know is coming actually comes out. Um, but it's very case by case, I think. Um, and, and if, if they're aesthetically different, like how Primorion was aesthetically completely different from MP10 or MP01, uh, then I, I I think that in and of itself justifies them. Uh, like, you know, there, there are a lot of different, uh, devastators in the third party world. And, uh, I would say almost none of them are trying to substitute themselves in over top of, you know, any other given one. They're all aesthetically quite different and that's even leaving out the part where even if the aesthetics are similar the engineering might have completely different ideas which then to me again justifies them as far as existing as as transforming toys so i i have a lot of trouble i know i mean i've i've i felt that way you know every now and then but um i have a lot of trouble really committing to the idea that like oh you shouldn't make this project someone else already did it it's like you might they might do it whoever's doing it might do it better you know yeah 
Um, and and yeah. we're not being forced to buy all of them. That that's another big no. key thing. Yeah, I just think it's a little sketchier when when they're doing something so close to to an official figure that already exists. But oh yeah. Like, like I kind of get like why people would have wanted a larger Grimlock or or uh, if they figured out how to do a more cartoonish Prime or like a better truck mode Prime or whatever. Like I could see where when people would want those things. Um, I don't. Know, I just think it's a little, little more of a. Uh, this is maybe dancing too close. Because like, in, in a lot of the early day of of uh, third-party figures, they seem to be more trying to do their own thing in some ways. Oh, yeah, yeah. They def- definitely were. It has definitely changed, and that's definitely caused some folks to actually step away, like collectors and designer types, to step away from that whole world. Because if you want to sell something now in that marketplace, it's like... I hope you're making uh, a masterpiece replacement or something that's going to like friggin stun people um, or that you've carved out a niche uh, that that it turns out has a a devoted audience like mastermind creations doing current comic book transformers or at least something in similar styles to current comic book transformers. Yeah. Um, And and I think that um, because there's often people who will see something that doesn't look all that great or doesn't you know it's not staggering or it doesn't fit into one of those blocks and they'll be like why are they even making this and i can guarantee you at least half the time like for example toy world primorion uh the answer to that is they're very sure that theirs is better um primorion is 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 really i have a review of it up and it's a it's a weird thing to talk about because it's like i can't really tell you why you should get it if you don't think it looks any better than mp01 or mp10 it's more that it simply is different from those two, uh, and it's also slightly larger. And the folks who worked on it, as far as I can tell, were very convinced that, that when that thing came out, they were going to do their own slightly larger masterpiece line of, like, all the Transformer characters. So if you don't think that sounds logical, you're probably right. But the folks who were working on it were definitely committed to thinking that was going to all work out. So, I don't know. If that helps at all, if those of you out there who are like, why are they making this? Usually the answer will make sense to the folks making it, maybe less so to you. <laughs> and then sometimes those folks maybe do need to be sat down and go like, listen, you have a lot of talent that could be put towards something a lot more interesting. But uh, that said, Primorion still has fascinating transformation that I'm really glad exists and that I got to mess with. Like his his legs like turn inside out sideways rather than with panels. It's it's weird. Um. Anyway, I hope that answered your question, Optimus Philip. Um, Seth, do you think that there is not, not to like side question this? Do you think there is still room in your life for uh, an unofficial high end huffer or gears? Um, I would probably be more into another huffer. Mm-hmm. Uh, gears is kind of a a secondary spirit animal character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would definitely look at it. Yeah. Like just because why you... not add another orange dude to my pile of orange dudes? <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's, I, I, cause I, I, like I love bad cube huff. Uh, and I don't think it takes away from it at all to say if someone made a completely different huffer, who was maybe even more round looking in some ways, uh, mm-hmm. I'd be. I'd want to check it out. You know, if it was a good figure. 
Um, we we actually do have like one piece of new figure news that we can cover here, by the way, because uh, last mm-hmm. week. Uh, we were talking about Punch Counterpunch, and I and I may or may not have gone back to edit some of this or put in a voice. I don't really remember anymore. Um, there's a <laughs> siren outside, which means I'm in trouble for talking about editing, I guess. Uh, but we actually have a leaked image of what the Prime Wars Trilogy Blastoff figure looks like. This is one of the three figures coming out as exclusives to celebrate the Prime Wars Trilogy coming to a close. It's one figure for Combiner Wars, one figure for Titans Return, one figure for Power of the Primes. And the Combiner Wars figure is Blastoff, uh, the shuttle Blastoff, that um, still, until this thing comes out, never has come out outside of Unite Warriors. Uh, this is the new figure that they designed for Unite Warriors. Um, and while we we got the groove that they designed, we never got this Blastoff. And uh, I'm I'm kind of excited about this because their blast off was very cartoon deco, which meant that his eyes were left blank and the little forehead pyramid was painted to be his eye because that's what they did in the cartoon. And as cute as that was, I also really wanted to see this toy with <laughs> real eyes. Um, he's also got like some tampographing on his chest to look like stickers, which is always kind of cool to see. He comes with a Megatronus Prime Master. Who, like the, these all come with an exclusive prime master, which is one of the existing ones, but done in different colors and with translucent plastics. And it's, I wish it was not so difficult to have any excitement about prime masters, but I still just have no excitement about prime masters. Uh, and then Blastoff also is interesting in that I, I was just scrolling down and I'd forgotten about this. He has two torso transformations for if you want him to look like the toy or look like the cartoon model, uh, where the toy has, you know, the toy chest cartoon model has this weird kind of pudgy, sticky outy top of the shuttle chest um so it's really cool that this figure is gonna you know this mold is gonna be accessible to more people now uh you don't have to buy an entire gift set to get a hold of it um seth are you are you feeling anything looking at this blast off or is combiner wars too far behind you now um that's something i've been thinking about lately like i have this stack of tupperware containers with all my Unite Warrior teams mm-hmm. and wondering if I should be doing something else with them or not. So I, I got to decide yeah, if I'm hanging on to them or if I'm going to try to sell them. Um, but there, there is the, there is like a, an itch to have a blast off that doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah. Because I I always complained about how they didn't make it a shuttle and it's just a airplane. Mm-hmm. Um when it seems so obvious how they could have done a shuttle out of the vortex helicopter. I forgot about all that talk we had about that way back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and you know there's things about this shuttle that I don't think work as well as what I imagine they could have done out of that helicopter mold. Yeah, this uh, this mold is also like the 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 blast off version from Unite Warriors was also kind of janky as far as build quality. The the shuttler version from the Valdigas set was uh, nicer, and that's another reason why I, I'm kind of kind of waiting for this to come out is i want to know how this one feels because the the very first release for unite warriors just was kind of the tab tolerances were not all there and this mold was relying on some real weird tab tolerances like you know the classic thing about this mold is when you tried to turn them into an arm there it was very easy to also catapult blast off's head off of its friction hinge uh quite violently (laughs) 
Um, but the, the other point of excitement about this is if this is leaking out, then, hey, it was San Diego Comic-Con coming up. It might not be too long until we actually get to see what uh, Repugnus and Punch Counterpunch look like. Also, uh, for all my talk last week about how I thought this might be um, like a, a weird, like, you know, black and white box like they did for uh, for RC and Grotesque. Uh, I think this is actually a bit classier, a bit more of a bookshelf uh, bookcase style box. Yeah. Um, it's a bit more colorful. So it'll probably look nicer uh, on a shelf uh, when it's not open. But uh, yeah, we just just wondering what the uh, distribution for it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, uh, Repugnus and Punch Counterpunch and maybe this guy. And now I can't remember. I believe they've all been listed on on an Amazon somewhere. Might have just been Canada or it was also the States. Uh I have a feeling Amazon's going to be one of the venues for them. Um, I, I would expect Walgreens, you know, if it's offered to them, might take one of these. Uh, for some reason, I feel like I don't feel all that confident Target would really jump all over this. Um, no, and I mean, that box design does kind of look like what they did for some other exclusive stuff for Toys R Us. Yeah. So... I mean, we were talking before we started recording. That was, you mentioned, that was probably the plan. Yeah. Um, and, like, I know for, um, for Star Wars figures, um, the Zuckus black figure was was going to be a Toys R Us exclusive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it'd be easier for me if that ended up on Amazon than Walgreens, because there's several Walgreens around here that I could hunt, but... They 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 always seem like really hit or miss yeah. in their toy aisle. Walgreens distribution, um, and this is me being a layman ass layman when I'm saying this, so I'm not speaking from any authority here. But my impression of it has always been an area will have say five Walgreens. That doesn't mean every Walgreens gets the figures. It means amongst those five Walgreens, they get the figures because Walgreens is not like a, really like a dedicated toy shop. It just has yeah. that one aisle. So it's like, yeah, it's like with Walgreens, you can never really be too sure if you're even missing it or not, unless you check like every single Walgreens in the area. Uh, and there's no like website version that I'm aware of that I recall uh, where you can get a Walgreens exclusive. Um, um, I think you could look up stuff on the website and then it will tell you if they have it in store or not. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. You so can. you could at least save your trouble of heading over there yeah um but like there's been exclusive figures uh, for walgreens where it's like i've looked for them and looked for them and looked for them gave up months pass then i go into a walgreens for just to get a gatorade or something and there's 20 of them yeah (laughs) and then they stay there for a year Mm -hmm. and then then oh there's that thing i gave up on while you guys are looking for them, then they sometimes just show up at Electronics Boutique up here in Canada. Ooh. And it's it's all weird. Um, I, I'm expecting Electronics Boutique up here in Canada is going to get at least one of these if, if if they don't all end up at Toys R Us or Amazon. Um, Toys R Us is a shop we have up here. I don't know if you guys have it. It's a toy store chain. It's, uh, it's not bad. Um, there's a summer coupon on right now to my fellow Canadians. Be aware of that. Um... But yeah, uh, that's the blast off news that we blasted off into. So now we can blast off into another listener question uh, or questions. 
Seth, would you like to uh, to read the first one of these? Uh, this is from Axel Hedge. And he said to Vangelis and the true primes of WTF at TFW. One, Vangelis. Uh-huh. Since you are the one that I know that messes with both, this one is mostly for you. Uh-huh. As one of the lucky few to get Titan's Return Triptychon... Thank you, Ollie's. Is that like where you bought it or something? Yeah, Triptychons showed up briefly at Ollie's for super cheap, like Fort Max did, and just oh, like Fort Max, that, you know, the word that's got just out. Just not some guy. As soon as the the word got out, a lot, a lot of the Ollies suddenly had their stock bought up by say one or two people who then maybe didn't keep all that stock, but in fact sold it themselves later. Wow, like scalpers. Oh, those don't ex- those don't exist, but you know, it's similar. Yeah. Should I just stick with the stock Hasbro stickers by Repro Labels or use a mix of both? Use a mix of both because that's what I did. Put the Repro Labels on first because they are much better sticker quality on a physical level. Put all those on first and then go through and figure out uh, from the stock labels uh, where you can still add stuff in. There's still a whole bunch of spots that uh, don't get replaced by ripple labels there's there's like some gold striping and stuff but with the stock stickers be aware those things will shred like tissue paper if they snag on anything while you're moving them from the sheet into their placement point or if you try to pull them back off to stick them on you know at a better angle so the stock stickers you kind of have to treat like paper glass um you know use tweezers with the rubber labels too use tweezers. don't don't use your hands use tweezers use an exacto knife some kind of tool to place them but uh, i would recommend using both uh just put the reaper labels on first uh and then if they replaced something on the stock stickers don't bother with the stock sticker um but there, I, I just remember specifically there were like some gold chrome strips from the stock stickers that i thought looked really sharp uh when i uh, and i think the eye stickers are from the stock stickers as well and those were gold chrome and uh, if you don't shred them when you try to place them, they look pretty good. And if you do shred them, don't feel bad. That's very easy to do. Uh, that was that was a question for me. So, Seth, I'll read this second one since since this one's right. at both of us. How likely is it that we'll see the other evolution figures in future lines? For clarity, evolution is the power of the Prime's leader class gimmick, where you get a deluxe who combines with like a trailer to turn into a big figure. Uh, given how many have designs ready to be made, which would you like to see be made first? Personally, I would uh, like to see the RC or Megatron be made. Now, the assumption on this question is that when they had the the fan vote that Optimus Primal won, they also had toy designs ready to go for all of them. And while I feel that they definitely probably had ideas written down, it might be a bit much to assume that, like, RC, Megatron, and Hound were also all, like, on the whiteboard ready to go. All right, let's do it. Uh... But let's you know, let's assume that some of that stuff's kicking around. Um, but let's not limit it to that. Let's just let's just say Transformers who are they, they're a vehicle that turns into a thing. They're pulling a thing and they combine with it, like Star Saber, like Power Master Prime. Um, I think I think it's likely that the gimmick will show up again. I don't think it's necessarily going to be exactly like Power of the Primes. But I don't know Seth, you, like we we don't have a mainline Star Saber still. And now his his own gimmick is floating around all over the place. <laughs> like I, I, f- um, I feel like there's still a chance. Yeah, I don't know if Hasbro would would do it though. Like maybe it would be like a 
a Japanese thing, like something that you'd have to import, or maybe Hasbro would bring it out later as an online exclusive, like like going back to uh to them like Titans Return, like how some of those um originally exclusive to Japan, like hey, we didn't like how they didn't do the motorcycle guy for Defensor, so mm. and then it got here eventually later. It just seems like a character that that probably doesn't have enough general knowledge from from uh Americans. It, like during you know what I mean? Yeah. Like around the fans, like fans, of course, fans know, but like the the now a dad that had Transformers when they were a kid, and really only knew Transformers from when they were a kid, and never got in deep into it. I think like, that I, I, during Combiner Wars, I would say like that's never going to happen. <clears throat> Japan's going to do it. Um, Titans Return is the thing that kind of changed in my mind a little bit when they did like black shadow and overlord over here uh and I, and I, so like specifically for star saber i feel like there's a good chance because he also just is simply looks like a cool robot which is i think part of what lets stuff like overlord and and, and black shadow work over here because they just look like cool robots to enough of a degree where you're like well that just looks mm-hmm. mean um but i i think that like the the gimmick idea um because what we know about the next lines is it's going to be another trilogy and they're going to you know look nothing like aesthetically nothing like the the prime wars they're going to be it sounds like more cybertronian vehicles at least up front uh i think the play pattern still works for cybertronian vehicles like star saber who is a cybertronian looking vehicle um but i i wouldn't I, i don't know i wouldn't hold my breath to go like you know i'm gonna i'm not i wouldn't say make a checklist out of that fan vote of like are they gonna do rc and megatron and hound and et cetera et cetera but i I think the gimmick will stick around. I just don't know if they'll call it evolution. I don't, you know, they probably won't have yeah. matrixes in everybody like with Power of the Primes. I'd be cool with that because the whole, the whole, every every leader toy has a matrix and every Prime Masters can swap in his cores and etc. All that stuff doesn't really make any sense to me without a fiction to back it up. And of the multiple venues to to have backed it up, none of them have done it <laughs> that I'm aware of. Uh, so I... I think I think the the cool parts will will show up at some point, but yeah. Um, that leaves us with question three. And Seth, you can you want to hit question three? Question three is not really a question. Well, friggin'. Uh, okay. But given all the masterpiece news recently, I still think it's a crime that we still don't have a MP Galvatron seriously they even have a semi-decent base to work with with the titans return figure all it needs is a few tweaks here and there while sizing it to match the original mp rodimus and thanks as always oh and thanks as always thank you always yeah, yeah um, hey always i'm thank you uh, that doesn't work doesn't make any sense i i wouldn't want a masterpiece figure that's just a tweaked mainline figure. Yeah, I was just gonna briefly comment like <laughs> that that line of thinking makes sense, but also I think that that would be quite a detriment to the current pedigree of the masterpiece transformers line. <laughs> uh, well, and they kinda 
the, but they did kind of do that in the past, like where they took that big ass, like leader size or ultra size, whatever it was, movie Bumblebee, and then release it in Japan as a masterpiece. Well, yeah, as the original masterpiece movie line, I think that that's one of those things that we can chalk up as never going to happen in this current era. Uh, I hope not. I don't, like, I don't think that's anything to, to to see as like, well, they did it back then. It's like, well, yeah, also like. M- yeah, and I thought it was, was lame then. MPO one was gigantic, <laughs> and <laughs> Masterpiece movie is actual Masterpiece toys now. Uh, I, I'm actually kind of surprised that an that a Galvatron hasn't shown up yet, given how season three we got with Ultra Magnus and and Hot Rod. Um, and I feel like there probably is one in the works. Um, with with the way Masterpiece is right now, I suspect that whatever they'd want to do with him makes him a figure where it's like he would be the figure of the year coming out. Like he would be the big expensive piece. So I feel like their focus right now is let's let's put those let's take let's take the the risk of a two hundred, three hundred dollar figure and let's let's finish some Beast Wars stuff with that first. because uh, that seems to be I'm assuming it's doing well enough that they can justify doing two enormous Masterpiece Beast Wars figures in the next year. Uh but yeah, MP Galvatron's got to he's one of those ones where I'm like he's got to be in the works just like I would say Masterpiece Jazz has probably been prototyped but the the car that he turns into is probably what's keeping him from happening. Um which guess what? MP Galvatron doesn't have to worry about, which means he's more likely to happen Dude. than Jazz. At this rate. Yeah. Uh, also, if you do want to see a masterpiece scaled Galvatron that is a tweaked Titans Return figure, uh, Open and Play released one of those, uh, whose name is Big Cannon, and uh, I messed with one. And it's a pretty cool toy. It's quite. It's like what sixty bucks or something. Uh, it is just a larger, um, slightly improved Titans Return Galvatron for the most part, and it's the folks who have picked it up have had fairly nice things to say about it. I, I messed with, uh, with Joey Ichabods and I had fairly nice things to say about it. Uh, wasn't like mind blowing, but it was fine. The hands were kind of jank if I recall correctly. So that, that actually exists. If that is something that you feel would satisfy you. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really, the thing I'm kind of looking forward to with, if, if masterpiece stays as cartoon oriented as it is to me, that's like, that would be me just yelling at the window from from the street. Yo, guys, do some season three. If you're going to be like super cartoon accurate, d- 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 this is the time to do some season three. You don't have to juggle any kind of real world vehicle <laughs> and you can do all those engineering tricks. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Make me a cup. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you for your listener question. Um. Seth, uh, I wanted to I wanted to head right into what we got this week because I have some on topic things and I heard a rumor when I was coming home from the grocery store today. I heard someone on the street saying I heard Seth Buzzer got on topic what we got this week stuff this week and I was like, I excuse me, what, what, what? All right, that's unreasonable. How many things did you get that were on topic? I got two things. Let's trade back and forth then. You do <clears throat> one, I'll do one, etc. Oh, okay. Mine will be quick because there isn't much to say about Alpha Trion with landmine. Oh, oh yes, that's a very small little thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a kind of golden yellow and gray with some red highlights. 
and he opens up and he can put a, a little guy inside and it sort of turns into a gun. <laughs> That's one of those figures that like those all those prime I was talking to someone about this the other day. Those prime masters like in person I love them. I I want to own all of them. I'm sure. But like when I see them sitting on a shelf, I'm just like unless the whole wave's here, I don't care. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I I like them. They're neat. I like I I like them. Yeah. It's just after the first time you talk about them, like, what else are you going to say? Yeah, and and also, like, the whole... The, when, I, when I'm saying that the, the Prime Master's gimmick, to me, just doesn't really make a ton of sense in its execution, any, like, without any fiction behind it, the part where, like, the Octopunch shell is inhabited by Soulless Prime, the female Prime who is the Forge who created all the relics, I'm just like, what does she have to do with Octopunch? Why is she masquerading as Octopunch? And why does she turn into a box that can stick into things? That's just how good her disguise is. It's like or or Alpha Trion. Why is he why is he hiding out in Landmine's clothes? Why does he turn into a box? It's next level. <laughs> Cause like with, with, with headmasters, even if they aren't something that's from a cartoon, it's a little robot who turns into a head who plugs onto a headless body. It's like, I can ascertain what's happening. This is, at best, Power Masters, but then it's like, the sockets aren't on the toys. You have to put a big, stupid vest on the deluxes for them to have a socket, and then they look dumb. Uh, or, like, the Voyagers will just have a pair of feet you can attach to them with sockets in them, so when they're a combiner, you can also have some of the the gods of the Transformers as little 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 jewels stuck into their shoes or their knuckles i'm just like okay I, if there yeah, was but but when you put alpha Trion and landmine you could see him peeking out the little visor and that's great that's and that's why i still like those things i'm just like i and i feel bad because i mean the answer is have an imagination but i'm just like i do and and it's being stretched by what you're asking me to, to care about happening with with the prime masters uh because, yeah, those shells look great, and I love that they carved out the faces. Like, that's it's such a good idea, and I'm like, if they ever do, like, shells that are bigger for, like, say, deluxe-sized things going into shells, it'd be great if they carried that kind of idea over. Yeah. Um, the sculpting and the color um, kind of reminds me or puts me in the mind of the little uh, new style... Um, um, Diaclone figures. Oh yeah, yeah. They've been coming out the like the little power suits. Yeah, the what the Dianauts, I think. <laughs> yeah, but like the little power suit deals. Yeah. Um, which I stopped getting because they're pretty expensive. Um, but there's some really cool looking ones on the way. I know. And did, did you see? There's some really cool looking new ones. Did you see the bad guy ones coming out? The Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. See how they're infinitely combinable with each other. Uh-huh. Like, hey, do you have two? Put them together. You have eight? Put them, you got 12? Put them together. They just keep combining. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're really expensive for for what they are. Yeah, and and it'll remain to be seen if uh, whoever it was, if MechFans Toys manages to steal those CAD models to produce much less expensive and better toleranced versions like they did for the the first power suits. Um, the problem is if they do, Mac Fans Toys has proven that with that potential at hand, they will do the most boring thing they could possibly do and also replicate all the color schemes rather than 
release a whole bunch of cool, crazy, like, rainbow color ones. They'll be like, no, we perfectly replicated the tan of the military ones. It's like, cool, you made a boring one. Congratulations. Uh, I gotta, I gotta stick up me about those. Um, <laughs> Seth, I, I'm gonna, can I make a wager here? Uh, sure. All right, I'm gonna wager... Uh, nothing in particular that I, I, I suspect your other what we got is a very similar thing. Don't make assumptions. But am I am I right? Don't make assumptions. You're going to have to wait and see. Okay, we'll find out. Because we're going one to one. That's right. So it's your turn. You're just going to have to wait. And if you really want to know, then I guess you'll have to exhibit brevity. I in, can do that. In, your thing but also so that just comes down to how bad do you want to know what the other thing i got was i i I would be i was about to say i would be brevet but i don't think that actually is a word uh joe brevet attorney at law (laughs) that's my name uh i got a stunticon i got a third party stunticon from x trans bots he's called crack up he's their version of breakdown because seth guess what Two companies but, are now releasing, just starting to release, Masterpiece G1 cartoon-style Stunticons who combine. Of course they are. DX9 and X-Transbots. Now, here's the thing. DX9 is releasing these guys, and they're 100 bucks a piece. Click that link and tell me how much the X-Transbots one costs. 40. Yes, and that's because this one, the mold got stolen and knocked off before this came out. So this one is 40 bucks. The next one who's coming out next month is 60 bucks. And as far as anyone knows that they're aiming to keep all of their limbs very inexpensive. Uh, also, this is, I think, the best design work that this designer has ever done. Because this is the, the, the fellow who's done some of the very complicated X-Trans bots toys where it's like, as I've described it, they're like, come hell or high water. We're going to turn from the cartoon model vehicle to the cartoon model robot. And sometimes that's a little bit nuts. Um, I wonder if maybe part of making this have to be 40 to 60 bucks, you know, cause some simplifications for the better, because the only place where this figure suffers is that the backpack is a little bit janky. Uh, it's just, I wish it kind of clipped together more. It sort of just holds together, but it's a very good looking vehicle mode that is like the exact same size as the masterpiece cars. Um, and then the robot mode is the same size as the robot modes of the masterpiece cars. Uh, the transformation's pretty neat. Uh, it's a, it's a bit flippy and twisty, but it's not uh, enough to be like daunting, in my opinion. It's quite straightforward. Um, it's just a bit long, uh, and it, it's a very good figure for forty bucks. I would highly recommend the figure for forty bucks. The biggest criticism I've seen about the figure is people complaining that he's not uh, white. He is like creamy beigey colored and i and then when i read that i was like i guess none of you own the g1 toy because that <laughs> that's the color the breakdown is there's like pages of pages of debate with screen caps about how he's supposed to be arctic white or slightly off white or mother of pearl i'm just like it's the toy color it's the toy co- how and then i and then i said that on twitter and people were like no the toy wasn't quite as much of a shrimpy fleshy color and i was like don't don't even start this nonsense with me <laughs> Uh, so the color might, you know, not be your thing, and that's fine, because uh, it's not. It's not. I guess it's not literally the cartoon color in sixty percent of the screen caps. Also, if you look at all the screen caps of Breakdown, his color changes constantly depending what studio was drawing him. Um, but uh, the big thing about this set is that so like the the four limbs are going to be these fairly inexpensive, basically masterpiece cars. 
And then um, Motormaster is going to be all the Menasaur stuff. He's going to also come with, like, like the word on the street is he comes with two trailers. Um, and just the truck turns into Motormaster. And then the trailers do a whole bunch of other stuff. And word on the street, people have been trying to deduce. And it's looking like to make him look like cartoon Menasaur, it's going to be like, um, you know, the legs are literally going to just be like plug these cars on the back of the legs because that's what the cartoon model looked like. But then for the arms, it's going to be like it looks like there might be like fake car shells to put over the car arm robots in their arm modes to make the car parts look bigger because the Menasaur cartoon model is is a complete like ludicrous mess. Uh but they feel But what's but what's the word around the campfire? Word around the campfire is that and I can confirm this, figure feels really good. And I think that it's super worth forty bucks. And I and I, I thought the DX9 version of these guys looked a bit cleaner. And uh, and I watched a video of how they transform and their breakdown transforms a bit more simply. But their breakdown is also like a hundred bucks. And all of their limbs look like they're gonna be a hundred bucks and like the reason they are is because the robot modes are bigger, is from from what I can tell. I'm cool with the Stunicons being shorter than the Seekers. To me, that makes some sense. Uh, them being the same scale as the Hasui Masterpiece cars. So, like, I'm I'm really into this. And I have been, like, haranguing on X-Trans bots for years about various things. And, and this is the most impressive thing I've seen them do, like, ever. Uh, I'm really happy with the figure. Um, Accessory-wise, he just comes with, like, a gun. And a, a different face, because people complain about the face, and then people complain about both faces. So there is a third face that's coming with Wild Rider, who's coming out next month. Uh, so yeah. Jeepers. So every time you say DX9, there's a moment where my dumb brain thinks you've just switched to talking about Star Trek for a moment. Oh, yeah. The Ben Cisco. No, no, that's DS9. I'd be down for... Stupid brain. Like, you know how they did those Transformers Street Fighter figures that just came out, right? Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd be down for, like, a Transformers DS9 Ben Cisco. Or or what about a, like, a, uh, like, you, you could take, uh, you, you could take, like, the Six Changer and, and make Odo. I'd be so down for that. Odo head. That would be awesome. Like with a, because he could use like, because the six changer is uh, from Titans Returns. So he can just make a headmaster Odo, dude. Yeah, Odo. Like if Odo is a changeling, like it's just changeling Odo, and then he just turns into a head, and changeling smacks onto this vehicle, like this transformer body, just takes the whole thing over with his changeling juice, and then like, yeah, I'm down. The changeling juice sounds super gross, uh, <laughs> but I'm into it. Um... So I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the baton to, over to you. I'm gonna ask you: Do you do you have any interest in any kind of masterpiece stunicons? What with your predilection towards stunicons? I I can't I can't commit to the costs. I mean, yeah, don't um, commit to anything, but like, does it catch your eye? I I would maybe I I don't know if I would get the whole set right now, but if a motor master looked rad enough, because that's really what i like i really like motor master and then like he's got these other idiots that hang around with him well holy jiminy cricket motor master is the one who kind of is the one who represents <laughs> this he is the one who kind of is the one <laughs> who represents the stunicons to a lot of people we did we had a disconnect hi seth welcome back uh and yeah i'm i'm, hi. I'm actually and now i'm worried because your voice keeps siloning out on me oh no so 
yeah so maybe i'm not all the way back yet but like your voice will get like really robotic and stretch out and then snap back to normal <laughs> yours was just starting to do that a little bit and then it stopped we're gonna make it through this seth i'm trying to dig you up um a photo of the cad model for their menasaur and their their motor master because i know that those exist so i'm gonna do that for you but uh yes the one bummer about wanting to just get one member and that member being Motormaster for third-party Stonicons is usually that Motormaster is just laden down with all of... He's basically 80% of of Menasaur as well. And so you end up paying for 80% of Menasaur. Uh-huh. Um, and I found you the photo. So here, here's... A, this might look a bit different whenever it comes out. This is just the first CAD model they revealed, but that's their Motormaster. And then this is the latest CAD model for the combined mode of everybody, where if you look at the arms close enough, it looks almost like a bigger split car has been placed over top of a split car uh, on the arms. Because those the arm cars look way bigger than the cars stuck on the backs of his legs. Yeah. And that's what happens when you try to do Cartoon Menasaur. It was a super mess. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's a lot of cheating with the uh, cartoon. Yep. That's why I'm, I'm kind of... A lot of cheaters. If if the X-Transbots Stunticons turn out real well, um, I, I'm like, if they feel as good as this first one across the board, then I really want to see how the combined mode turns out, because the cheating, if it feels good to apply, uh, it still really get me going. I want some well-applied cheats. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the baton back over to you, Seth. What was your other what you got this week that was on topic? The other thing I got that was on topic was Alchemist Prime slash Submarauder. I knew it. I was right. I won the wager. I win. I'm a winner. Wow. Wow. Way to be a bad sport about it. I'm not a bad sport because a what? bad sport's the loser. I won. I win. Yes. Me. So yeah, kind of same deal. So for this one's more turquoise with some purples. I really, grays. I really like the colors on that one. It's got a little trident. Got like a like a trident weapon. Mm -hmm. He opens up like a clamshell and you could stick a little dude in it. I was trying to think of the opposite of a dent to say more like a try whatever that is, and then I was like, I actually don't know what the opposite of a dent is. A bulge, I guess. More like I think a, a bulge would be the opposite of a dent. More like a tri bulge. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I, try more like try not to bulge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's who? Who's, yeah. Who ain't ain't never not bulging, right? Am I right? Yeah. Always bulge life. Always be bulging. Boing boing. What? Living that bulge life. Yeah. Bul hashtag bulge life. Uh that means you're that means you're caught up to wave two on those prime masters. Hell yeah. Woo! <laughs> I'm the best. Yeah, yeah, you know what? At at getting the prime masters. I haven't seen wave two of the deluxes. Well, you know. No sign of those. <laughs> I mean, who even really needs those when you got the prime masters? Yeah, exactly. Is is what start start the show with a showstopper. Yeah. You got you have Alpha Trion and Alchemist Prime, two two Transformer demigods in your hands. Yeah, 
in my hands. Oh, congratulations. Oh, that's weird. Yep. I've, I'm just sort of... I've been looking at enamel pins. Mm-hmm. I just have a an Amazon page open of enamel pins. And uh, one is uh, a Donald Glover face that says, this is America in his hair. <laughs> and it, I don't know if that's cool. <laughs> I would need to, well, I was going to say I would need to see it, but I, I, I have an on-topic thing still. I don't want to sidetrack myself yet. Yeah, get on topic. I just got distracted that because I'm, later. I'm, I have problems. Well, I got okay. I got one other. Stay on topic. I got one other on topic. What I got this week? It's it's a lot larger than yours, but that's not oh, no. that's not meant to say anything. Uh, it's not a competition. I used some store credit I had been saving up for a couple months uh, to pick up a fairly large toy that I've been waiting for for a while. He um, finally came out. Uh, it is DX9 Gabriel, one of the three masterpiece scale Omega Supremes on the market. Uh, and it's holy smokes, that is big. And it's the one that I was the most interested in because the fans' toys one uh, to transform would like like Omega Supreme already separates into at least like six or seven parts to transform, and then the fans' toys one the legs would just explode into more parts, and it just looked like you were unbuilding a kit and rebuilding it. And I, I was very uninterested in that, especially when DX9 implied that theirs transform more. And I can now confirm, having transformed them twice, theirs is a lot of fun to transform. Because you still have to pull off the arms to stick them together to be a rocket. you got to pull off the wings, and you got to pull out the tank, uh, and then, like, yank those two yellow strips off the front of his legs. But then, like, everything else, the basically, like, armless uh, torso socket left behind all transforms into the base and then you just stick the wings onto the either side to finish off the circle or the oval. Uh, and it's a good transformation. That's very doable and very satisfying. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy with him. Also, you like as a robot, which is, you know what you're probably wanting to get one for, uh, he feels very sturdy. Um, there was a lot, man, the thread, there is a lot that happened with this toy that was very disappointing to hear. And I was really worried because the first run of this guy who just, who was only out in China, uh, there were moisture problems because it was packed it, where such that condensation happened inside the packaging. And then like a lot, some of the joints were just overly tight to the point where like they were tight enough to break themselves apart. And uh, so I, I got it from Big Bad Toy Store, who got, I think, the same stock that Toy Dojo and TF Source got, the North American stock, where all accounts are, there are still problems here and there, but there are chances you'll get one who just works. And thank goodness, mine just works. Uh, they had tweaked some of the tolerances on the on the ratchet joints to be less harsh, like on the shoulders and I think the hips. And on, on mine, the shoulders and hips are great. The elbows are still quite tight, but I did some testing and they are not tight enough to make me think they're going to break. Uh, I don't have to apply, there's a certain amount of pressure I don't like to apply to it, a ratchet joint, and I thought I was there, and I was worried I'd have to pull them apart and, and, like, mess with the spring, and then I basically just transformed them a couple times, messed with them again, and they worked a lot better. Um, and then the, the one I got, at least, had working lights in both of his hands, uh, didn't have to install any batteries or anything, I just pushed the button and they work. Um, and he's very, he's very good, uh, as, as a figure goes. I'm I'm way into him. Uh, I still would like to pick up the Wei Zhang Ultima Guard one because that one isn't that one is not trying to look anything like the cartoon. That's kind of their own spin on the aesthetic, and it's it's just just feature loaded with electronics, and I really like the idea of that. 
But uh, I, I really like the transformation on the DX9 one. And I, I also think he looks a bit less squat um, compared to the Fans Toys one. Uh, he's a bit slimmer in the hips. And I, I, I dig that. So I'm, uh, I'm happy with him. He's currently sitting on a box of Netrunner cards on my bed, looking very satisfied with himself. Um, absolutely. Skipping a, a Masterpiece scale Omega Supreme is a very smart thing to do because he is very large. <laughs> uh, his box is the size of a G1 Fort Max box, and he is, he, you know, he is that girthy, but he's posable and stuff. Um, I just, I really like him. He's fun to pose. He's fun to transform. There's nothing scary about him now that I know all the joints are fine. Uh, it was just very disappointing that because DX9 usually on their D series is, is quite solid as, as of my experience with it for quite a while. Like ever since they kind of moved away from the janky opening start of the D series and moved into, you know, the more masterpiece stuff. They, they just, I, I thought like their Blitzwing was great. I thought a lot of their stuff was great. And then to see that their big moment doing a better Omega Supreme was harangued with all this QC stuff and that there was not much communication afterwards. I was like, man, I hope this doesn't get screwed up. But like I said, mine's fine. And a bunch of people said theirs are fine. And there is a, a knowledge network volumes, a library of information of how to fix one up that isn't feeling all that good. Also, apparently if you buy it from toy dojo, the toy dojo crew have been personally inspecting every single D DX nine Gabriel. And they're only selling the ones that are passing inspection. Uh, so if you really want to be safe, you know, they're, they're a place to look at. Um, so Seth, uh, since you've talked about how, you know, you don't have that, that much room for stuff and, you know, you're trying to not buy very many no. expensive things. Uh, I'm, I assume you're putting your order in right now for a uh, Gabriel. Uh, yes. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm getting good. two so I could repaint one. Okay. In, excellent. Into, uh, into that, what, what were those called? Guardians or? sentinels or the blue ones uh, guard guardian whatever's <laughs> guardian sentinel things actually i'm gonna order three and paint them all like that okay yeah you're gonna be a true actually fan. i'm gonna order three and paint them all like that to uh to troop build yeah would you, okay and would you this connection me? is getting awful <laughs> yeah it's it's getting real jank uh would you believe me if I told you there are people who are like, well, the way that I'll experience all the different Omega Supremes is I'll pick one to troop build as the blue ones. Because that's what some of the talk is like in the threads. That's crazy talk. People just very casually going like, yeah, I'm just getting ready to, I'm getting ready to, to pick up, once they do the blue one, I'm going to pick up three of those. And I'm just like, the figure is the size of a toddler and you're just casually planning to buy like four. Like we're... <laughs> I mean, I know that, you know, people who own houses have got lots of shelves and whatnot, so, you know, power to you, but uh, that seems nuts to me. And that's our on-topic section, I think. Seth, do you, I don't know if we ever if we ever together looked at any of these Omega Supremes. How does the idea strike you of getting, like, a, a big-ass, like, two-foot-tall Omega Supreme? Um, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's it's too much. I don't like Omega Supreme that much. Yeah. He's he's fine. I'm gonna say the number of people who are super into this thing does make me question. Like like I, basically, it has me saying, "Hey, I didn't know so many people like Omega Supreme this much." <laughs> to want <laughs> to want to drop 300 US dollars on on Omega Supremes, but uh, yeah, they do apparently. Uh, that is our on top of what we got this week. So let's 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 cap it off before the internet explodes. Um, in the world of off-topic, Seth, did you get anything off-topic this week? 
Yes. And it's Ooh. it's becoming hard to follow what you're saying because what I'm hearing is like a couple of words, then one word stretches out, and then like three words whip by super fast. So, uh, yeah, that that the last same thing is happening. Tough to kind of respond to. Uh, off topic, yes, I did get something off topic. Um, I got a Star Wars Black Series Forlom. Oh, who? yeah. So that's one step closer to living the dream of finally having all of the Empire Bounty Hunters. I know Dengar is slated for later in the year. They showed him at Toy Fair. And then it's like wherever Zuckus ends up, um, then that's it. That's all of them. I'm not saying that they should have done them all up front, but it is kind of still astonishing to me that it's, it's going to probably take till 2019 for all of them to be out. Yeah, it's... It's kind of weird that they seem to be now be rushing to finish. Yeah. Like, they did Boba Fett straight away. Then they waited a while and then did IG-88. And now it's like, ah, just get the rest of them out there. <laughs> oh, and then yeah. they waited a while and did Bosk. Bosk was a little while after IG-88. Oh, I forgot Bosk is out, too. I saw him a bunch of times. Yeah. Um... So what's kind of interesting with Farlam is um, his body is a, a pretty substantially retooled C-3PO. Uh, one of the things that was super lame about C-3PO is he didn't have elbows whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, Farlam does. They're not hey! the greatest elbows. They don't have the hugest range of motion, but they do uh, bend to an extent. Um, so that is an improvement. Um, then something that was kind of neat that I didn't know is so like in the pictures, you could see like a green sheen to his, uh, segmented eyes, uh, which I thought was just going to be like a dry brush, like a green dry brush for over his eyes. And what it turns out to be is his head is cast in clear green plastic and then all like the grays and metallics are painted on top of that. So the, the green that you see in his eyes is a lack of paint. And oh, that's the, cool. Yeah, and the paint on the back of his head was kind of thin, so I was like, I wonder. And I stuck a, a light up against the back of his head, and his eyes just lit up like crazy. Oh, man. So it's it's not something you could easily display. Also, his eyes aren't lit up crazy bright green canonically. But uh, it looks kind of neat. To me, there's, it's more like a, his his no. eyes should have been lit up crazy green. Eh, I mean, they could have been. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's cool. There's a picture floating around on my Twitter of it. So um, yeah, he's neat. Nice. One step closer. Need his bug eye bro Zuckus so they could be pals. And uh oh, and I found I found my old um I think it was produced by Figma. A uh a, it's a one six scale, a more like Japanese version of one six, so it's a little on the smaller side. Um, um Segway look alike. Oh nice. that had disappeared over the course of moving twice in a fairly short amount of time. 
and I've just been looking for it and looking for it and finally has been found. So probably by the time people are hearing this, I've already tweeted pictures of my of uh of my bosk on the Segway. Hey. <laughs> And that is all I got off topic. All right, I got a I got a couple off topic things. I'll start with the little one uh, from Big Bad. I also got uh, a couple of those Mythic Legions Coliseum figures. I got the Skeletor and the He Man lookalikes. Ooh, um, Adamon and Keltus. Uh, and happy surprise! I didn't know that they had factions. And I looked up the factions in the whole rest of the line. I was like, ah, I don't really, those don't hit all the ones I want. But it turns out the Skeletor guy is part of Scapular, the Crypt Breakers faction, which is my favorite faction because it's small and full of bounty hunters. Uh, so I, I inadvertently have added one more of that faction and I'm going to stay faction complete on that. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, cool. I also got one of them Mezco 112 collective figures. Uh, mm. So they, uh, they're they doing this thing where they're going to do three Batmen in the three stages of his career. Um, and so the first one to come out is the Ascending Knight, uh, who I picked up. And uh, it's kind of, the idea is it's sort of like a year one Batman. Um, and it's 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 a semi-original design. So, you know, it's pulling from a bunch of sources, but he's got very long ears on his cowl. Um, just a gray suit uh, with, with a, a leather cape. Um, Does he have purple hands? No, they did not go that far into the, the original Does he have a thing. Gun. He has a grapnel gun. Mm. But you know the thing with the grapnel gun. I bet you if someone was shot in the face with a grapnel gun, they'd be hella dead. Like that's it's like getting shot in the face with like the hydraulic pressure to catapult a metal grappling hook like up a building. Yeah, this is. Yeah, like I'm not familiar exactly what this is taken from, but it does look like a modernized version of the original original Batman. Yeah. Um, so if if they had a like a more simplified version with purple hands and a gun, that'd be uh, way cooler. Yeah, they 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 released His Batman this in... used to just fly around just straight killing dudes. <laughs> As you do. They uh, they released this in full black for their Toy Fair exclusive. Um, so, you know, all the great, basically his whole suit was black and at Toy Fair, everything was black, even the belt. And then they released a website exclusive, which was that, but with a golden belt. So he looked kind of like the Keaton Batman. Um, but the, the, the design is basically original, um, calling from a lot of sources. And the big thing about this figure that I heard, which made me want to pick it up is the Mezco 112 collective. I really liked the idea, but then I got progressively more disappointed with the figures as time went on, as they began to feel more and more like tiny hot toys by which and, and like that's not a compliment it's like they became they felt more and more limited by their costumes as far as the articulation the costumes felt more like i might like they might degrade over time simply by messing with the figure uh the reviews on this guy said this was basically a huge step forward for them in a lot of ways and, and i can confirm that yes it is the articulation is way less hindered on this guy despite the outfit also it's like the first mezco 112 collective figure to have decent ankle tilts like ever um, which is really cool. The only real letdown on him for me is that the cape, the cape on their first figure, the Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns Batman, is still, I think, the best cape they ever made. It just hung so well and had these, like, slightly weighted slits of silicone, on, like, hot glued to the inside to, like, make natural creases occur. Yep. Uh, 
And since then, their capes have just been straight up capes, which means that none of their capes, their capes will hang okay, but there's nothing that's convincing the hang to look natural. So like this cape is like leather on one side, cloth on the, on the inside and it hangs okay, but because of the nature of the leather, it also tends to foof out really unnaturally in a lot of ways. Uh, and then there's no wire in it, which I'm fine with, but they still have their their weird five different wires attached to a flight stand set up if you want to do, like, cape poses. And despite people telling me that it works and despite me getting it to work once, I think it's still one of the worst ideas I've ever seen. And I wish they would stop acting like it's normal and actually works because it, it totally doesn't uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but it's a, it's a pretty solid figure. Uh the one bummer for me, though, and this is the first time I've ever seen this. There was a piece of, there's a slip of paper inside the packaging from them saying, welcome to the 112 Collective. Uh, and then, like, tips for taking care of your new 112 Collective figure. And in it, they basically said, this is not a toy. Do not leave this in, in, uh, in like, extreme poses. The more you pose it, the more you will wear down the outfit, etc., etc. It's not for kids. It is a collectible. Basically, them going, like, treat it like a hot toys, which is, like, the worst thing you could have ever done to make me want to stay interested in your line, unfortunately. Um I still want to pick up a couple 112 collective figures as they come out, but like I am never pre-ordering them. Like I need to check reviews because like there have been mm -hmm. ones I wanted to pre-order and then I, I watched a review and they were like, oh, it's so great, but also the articulation's hindered here, here, and here by the outfit. Or like, oh, it's really good, but also like the outfit feels very fragile here and here. And I'm just like, this, this is the reason why I don't care about Hot Toys anymore. And it's a shame because I felt like on the outset, what they were doing with the Dark Knight Returns Batman was making a better Hot Toys at a better scale. And um, I feel like they're still hitting it now and then. Like, their Space Ghost is also really good. But it's it's way more hit or miss as far as that that kind of thing than I thought it was going to be. Um, I do recommend the figure if you think it looks cool. Like, it's, it's the best 112 collective I think I've messed with to date. Because uh, the articulation feels better than the Frank Miller Batman, because he's so bulky that he's got just some natural limits because he's not made of squishy meat. Um, and this is, you know, a slimmer figure. He's got, like, an excellent mid-torso joint that feels great. Uh, and I, like I mentioned, he actually has working ankle tilts, which is good. And he comes with, like, ten batarangs. So thank goodness they give you a Ziploc bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy enough with him. Um He's he's gonna actually like not be in his box I think for a while. Let's chill out on my desk. Uh, and yeah, that uh, I think that about does it really for most of the off the, the what I got this week stuff. I just opened up a thing, but I haven't even transformed it yet. Like there's this company called Fifty Two Toys who do these things, um, these these like animals that just transform into boxes basically. Um, I've talked about them before. They're called Beast Box. Uh, they're very cool because they like the, the line has matured incredibly because uh, it was like a, a raptor that turned into a box and then there was a, an ape and a mammoth and recently a triceratops that transform into a slightly larger box. Um, but then the thing I found out on Twitter is they got they got the alien license. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> and so I went on eBay and I basically ordered I'm going to try to find a good photo of it. Um, it's an alien xenomorph. And a face hugger, and an egg that contains a chest burster that can all transform together into a box. Weird. And That's they, real weird. Yeah. Uh, here, I found a photo of it. 
Um, the the egg and the chestburster apparently are are exclusive to the first run. So if they do a second run, they're not going to have those little parts. <laughs> but like, it's also a very good xenomorph figure. <laughs> like it's it's really posable. Uh, if you open the mouth, there's a spring loaded micro jaw inside. Uh, uh, it's it's <laughs> got like the skull in in there, like under the translucent cap. Uh, posable tail, you know, like like very posable. Uh, and it, it transforms into a box with the help of the facehugger and it's it's really cool and i'm like and it has the logo on it i'm like you got the license to specifically do a transforming alien box and then like there's photos out there of the power suit as well and i'm like are you gonna do a queen alien who turns into a really big box uh so i'm way into this (laughs) it's really really cool um and I, this thing, like, uh, Big Bad, I think, is getting some in. I saw a pre-order there. I just found one on eBay, and it was cheaper than that for me to get it to Canada, so I, I got it off there. Um, But, yeah, I wanted to share that. I haven't transformed him into a box yet. I just said I opened him while we were having some connection problems. Uh, And then was taken by surprise when I opened his his little grinning jaw, and then the little jaw shot out at me. Um, It's actually kind of hard to get it to close again, because <laughs> the, the spring behind that little jaw is quite, quite powerful. Uh, oh, there we go. Oh, I found out the trick. You can you can pull it in more from underneath the head. Excellent. Anyway, hi Seth. What's going on? Hey. Uh, would you ever buy a, a a box that turns into a xenomorph? Uh, probably not. What about in real life? It's kind of funny, but like in a, real you, life, yeah, huh? like a big a crate that turns into an in real life like a six foot tall alien xenomorph. That would probably be way too expensive. And it's actually alive. It'd take it up way to... too much space. I think my girlfriend would put the kibosh on that before it could even get started. It actually wants to lay eggs in you and stuff. That would probably also make it unappealing. I guess so. I suppose. He's even got the four, like, penis spines sticking out of his back. And he still turns into a box. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, anyway... If that is all that we got this week, then I think that's uh, episode 517 of WTF and TFW. I can keep track of things. What's up? Thanks for joining me, Seth. What up? Uh, hope your internet. Oh, man. Do you remember? Well, no, they still do that, that in the wrestling. The, the, the Dudley boys. Uh, Bubba Bully Ray Dudley still does that, doesn't he? Uh, they're not really a thing anymore, right? Didn't one of them retire? Well, no. And then the other one sort of won't stop. Yeah, but Bubba Bully Ray has retired, I think, like four times. He's doing the Terry Funk thing of like retiring and then just continuing to work. The psycho. Yeah, that dude. That dude is is very large. I saw him in person at a Ring of Honor thing. He's a very large man. He looks like he could throw people. And he does. It's his job. Yeah. Well, Seth, thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me. And uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, stay tuned for more WTF TFW. It's almost July. It's almost TFCon Toronto season. So uh, we're going to have, hopefully, some kind of hijinks there. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you later. So uh, until then, stay safe. Add all that up, and the 
f*** it means, but you got some badass perpetrators that are here to stay.